Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today's episode is the relationship between SEO and content. Google currently holds approximately 92% of the total worldwide search market share and 53% of all trackable website traffic comes from organic search. With the average CTR, the first Google desktop search result gets is 32%. just wanted to share these figures to emphasize the importance of seo and content is one of the biggest tools to improve your seo strategy seo and content at their best form a bond that can catapult any website to the top of the search engine rankings to dwell further into this topic i have manoj aravind dakshan on today's episode manoj is currently a director at on target media a search and content marketing agency His 25 years of collective experience in the realm of media and marketing spans technical and trade publishing, web content, web-based product management, and online marketing, specifically in SEO and SEM. So, without further ado, let's dive right in. Hi, Manoj, and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. Really looking forward to today's discussion and conversation with you. Hi, Prashant. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. I look forward to it too. Same here. Okay uh so just getting right to it and i think as everyone is aware today's conversation is revolving around seo and obviously uh, content as well because to a certain extent both of these go hand in hand so i mean right right since inception of seo and since people have started actively looking at it and more of more recently seo tends to get a little technical sometimes uh, but the parts that people tend to understand a little more is the importance of content when we speak about seo so just to get your understanding and you know if we can start off this episode is how would you describe in your words what is the relationship between seo or companies doing seo and the content that either companies put out or the content that companies put out to support their seo efforts yeah you're right i mean seo and content are kind of uh, interrelated i mean they're um, integral to one another yeah. i don't think you can have good seo uh, without good content to be honest true, true. yeah so uh, i i think content is really one of the fundamental pillars and in fact you're right i mean a lot of focus there you know is on the technical aspect to some extent that is right but uh, i would say if you were to ask me where my focus would be i'd yeah. say the technical aspects are to a great extent from the initial parts to be uh, honest i mean uh, it's very important to make sure that your foundation is good and you've taken care of a lot of the technical aspects up front but yeah. uh, on an ongoing basis what really sustains your seo efforts and what gets you a lot of success is determined by you know the kind of content that you put out and how good that is how effective that is how um, search engine optimized it is i mean i hate to use the word search engine optimized for content as such i think it's really how well optimized it is for the users but, yeah uh, yeah true and in fact in in through through some of my learnings and some of the courses that i have mentored in the past what i've realized is that people who are just getting into you know the marketing field or just trying to learn about seo there is a lot of overemphasis on the technical aspects i think that's what we were also discussing right now and 
what happens is because of the technical aspects revolving around SEO, sometimes the softer aspects like content, for example, tends to get missed out. So from your experience, how can one who's probably getting into or learning or even uh, probably been doing SEO for a, for a longer period of time, how can they manage themselves between managing the, the technical aspects and then managing the content or any software aspect of SEO? Yeah, so uh, again, this is, uh, you know, a common problem because sometimes you take, uh, you look at SEO as a kind of, you know, the end goal. Yeah. And as I see it, it's not really an end goal. It's just a means to an end. Yeah. Right? Uh, what you are trying to do is to reach your target audience for whatever objective you have in mind, whether it is to drive sales, whether it is to just create awareness or visibility, brand visibility, you might have multiple objectives. Yeah. Right. Now, very often, you know, we get too much caught up in the technicalities of this and you say, okay, that's because oh, my objective is to kind of rank one and that's all. And, and you kind of look at it as uh, the end goal. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the problem is, because yeah. what happens with that is you, you know, you're really focusing on, okay, let me do some of these technical things. Let me make these HTML changes and let me make title tag changes and things like that. Yeah. Without really trying to, you know, look at the marketing aspects of it. I mean, the, the whole marketing objectives that should be driving, uh, you know, your whole SEO approach. Yeah. Why am I trying to do this? And that's why the, whether the, the content and the SEO teams have to be kind of, um, when I say SEO teams, I mean, it's basically the technical side uh, yeah. here, but I mean, the technical team and the, uh, the content team have to really work hand in hand and say, okay, this is what we're trying to achieve. Let's make sure that we are creating the right kind of content, which is written um, in a way that is likely to appeal to our audience. Yeah. And now let's do, do the things that are necessary to make sure that the search engines are able to find that content and rank mm. them. Yeah, yeah, true. And I think, you know, from, from what you were saying as well, and if I can just take a, take a step back, is that this strategy is something that, in fact, I have faced it personally. I know a lot of people face this. Is that when you're looking at SEO, you definitely need to look at content. But what happens in a lot of cases is, that sometimes a brand, a company tends to launch a new site, a new web page, a new landing page and whatever. And they already have a lot of content which already exists. So they can have content on their website. They can have content on their social media handles. They can have contents on blogs, forums and multiple other things. Now, when you tend to go to an agency, what they tell you is that we need to optimize the content so that Google and SEO can pick up all, all of those keywords. Now, the biggest challenge that at least I have noticed and some, and you know, I have actually faced and also noticed externally is that people tend to get confused. What do we do with the current content that exists? Should we modify it and think content first and then look at SEO keywords? Or should we go the other way around where we think SEO keywords first and then based on the SEO keywords, create new content or modify new content? So according to you, what, what do you think is the right way to go? SEO first or content first? Yeah, you know, this is a question that I have been seeing a lot these days in some of the forums. And I think even on LinkedIn, you know, there were a couple of discussion threads. Yeah. I find it 
uh, strange and interesting, intriguing, funny to be uh, as well. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't have to be one or the other to be, you know, if you were to really look at it, it doesn't yeah. have to be one or the other, right? Um, if you were to take an offline analogy, right? Mm. I mean, let's say you're building a great supermarket, you've yeah. built a fancy store and with, you know, lots of good stuff in there. Now, mm. by itself, by having those, uh, you know, good quality products in there, uh, does that guarantee you people coming into your store? Not necessarily if people cannot find your store. Yeah. Right. So, it, and you may create great pathways uh, to the store, but if the store itself doesn't have good quality products, people yeah. are never going to come back. True. Right. So I think, and so you take this to the online or to the SEO world and translate this analogy there and, and you get the picture. Yeah. You, you need to have great content and you need to make sure that that content is accessible and is going to be read by search engines. Yeah. Right. So I would say, say yeah, if, one, if you had to pick which yeah. one, would you go with? Yeah. If I had to pick one, I would go with content. And okay. the reason for that is I expect Google to be getting better every day in terms of Google's algorithms getting smarter, Google's crawlers and spiders being able to reach content, right? Because yeah. let's understand, I mean, when we are talking of, about a lot of the technical aspects of SEO, it is in helping Google spiders and crawlers, uh, A, find the content and then yeah let its algorithms run to kind of make it, you know, to determine what is relevant to a query, right? So if you are taking care of the accessibility aspects or if Google is getting better at finding, you know, at reaching the content, um, then, and I think that that is already happening to a great extent and it will continue to happen. So if you can focus on making sure that your content will actually rank well once it has been found, and that is by matching user intent, um, you know, queries, then you are more likely to succeed. So yeah. when I say this, I mean, you know, if I had to pick one, I would focus on content. Right. But again, I yeah. mean, I, I want to make sure that this is not misunderstood in the sense that, okay, oh, you know, oh, focus only on content because that's one of the things that does happen today where you are creating a lot of good content, but search engines are not able to find them. And that's because, you know, there are some fundamental mistakes that a lot of people do or their websites are not ready to have that content be seen by search engines or by Google primarily. So as long as that is addressed, I think, you know, I would always focus a lot more on content. Yeah. And actually just streaming from that and considering that, you know, we have spoken about Google and you did speak about the Google crawlers and how keywords are actually picked up and that actually improves your ranking as well. But I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is that a lot of people tend to write content to optimize for Google rather than writing content for people to consume. Because at the end of the day, you're you're serving, you're serving two purposes using content, right? So one is obviously if you're doing it for SEO and if you're doing it, you know, to support your SEO efforts, you're going to be putting in keywords to make Google pick it up. But the other aspect, which is actually, according to me, slightly more important is that people are actually going to consume this content. People are going to take out time and read what you need, what you have to say as a brand. So 
how do you think people really need to balance this where they write content for people but they optimize the content for google yeah so i think you know fundamentally uh, i think this whole term search engine optimization probably we need to look at it from a different perspective yeah. because you know what we're really doing is or what we should be thinking of is not search engine optimization we should be thinking in terms of search user optimization right so yeah. you know let's say instead of seo if we take the perspective of suo which is search user optimization i mm. think uh, you will start to think of this whole uh, game in a very different way right yeah. because from a user perspective and when you're thinking of content there are two things that they really have to fulfill right a the content has to be useful in some way and when that usefulness can be again is it informational is it transactional there could be in uh, criteria to determine usefulness but yeah. you know what is useful for your users right so it is about making sure that the content you're creating is useful or it fulfills certain criteria of usefulness and it's usable and secondly you know is it fulfilling the intent of the search user when somebody mm. is doing a google search right he's either trying to find information or he's trying to get to a place to do something yeah. is it fulfilling that intent so if you start to look at content from that perspective and say usefulness and intent how can i create content that can meet these two criteria i think that you know once you start looking at it from that perspective and create content you would be making lots of progress to really you know to get yourself higher up in search results yeah um then in terms of ranking and making sure you know that google is able to find it and rank and and that's where this whole optimization thing that we often talk about that comes yeah. into play it's yeah. again there we need to understand okay you know when you are addressing or when you're participating in different platforms you try and adapt or you try and uh, you know adopt approaches that are most appropriate for that particular platform so if, when you are creating a post for you know social media for uh, facebook for instance the content you create will be very different than the content that you might actually create or share on instagram or if you're using tiktok so yeah. let's look at google as a channel and say okay in this channel this these are the things that i need to do to make sure that my content has a higher chance of success yeah right so look at it as a platform and how to do well in that platform or channel true. and you adapt your approach of creating content accordingly yeah true and in in fact you know just to add on to that i think any piece of content or let it be social media or written content video content any kind of content that a brand puts out either increases or decreases their brand imagery reputation reliability and since customers or users are becoming smarter i feel that somewhere people are understanding the difference between providing content to help users to help customers to provide more information versus more technical content which is just written from either an seo perspective or a ranking perspective or anything else uh, so i feel that definitely the reputation imagery also plays a huge part if brands don't put out content for users and rather they put out content for more technical purposes like seo 
true and and you know it doesn't serve again if you were to do that they might benefit in the short term right in the immediate yeah. short term they might get a few people coming onto the website you know you might uh, be able to game the system and get traffic organic traffic for a while but yeah. it won't be sustainable because uh, again we know that google continues to get smarter in terms of its um, you know uh, algorithms yeah and every now and then like so for instance i mean there used to be a lot of your know, shallow content and content that was written purely for you know with keyword stuffing and stuff like that and i think uh, gosh it's 10 years uh, mm. i believe it was in 2011 i think when they first came with this, what they call the panda algorithm right yeah. Yeah, and yeah. They used to have all those names, right? I mean, a panda algorithm and penguin a, a couple of years yeah, yeah. down the line for that targeting bad links and stuff. And the the whole thing with the panda algorithm was kind of you know eliminating or getting rid of sites or pages with uh, extremely poor or shallow content. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, you know, just as you also mentioned, the fact that Google's algorithms keep improving keep getting better i think a lot less companies or brands have started looking at words like black hat strategies that that actually used to be prevalent at at one stage so in fact just coming to the end of this podcast and one final question which i think ties all of this together and it's not only for seo right so it's for any activities that we do today in marketing there's always a understanding on what is the kind of impact it has generated what is the analysis out of either the the money that we have invested the time that we've invested the effort that we've invested so in the case of seo how would you possibly rate some of the success factors or key success factors and also if there is some understanding in terms of the measurement of success for seo yeah so i think measurement of success of seo overall i mean the, the real you know measure is the amount of organic search traffic uh, that your website generates yeah right uh, that is the direct measure of your seo uh, success now you can to kind of dive deeper you can look at things like keyword rankings or specific keyword rankings and things like that but i would say that probably gets you know to the next level i think that the primary measure of success is really the amount of organic search traffic that your website is able to generate hmm yeah. right and, and and i think for a lot of websites i think that should do to be honest hmm right that's a good enough measure that if you are taking the right steps your organic search traffic will uh, or should go um, should go up yeah now one of the things that we must also remember uh, having said you know or having established organic search traffic as a uh, as a success factor is that these uh, you know the traffic can go up and up yeah there will be variations there will be fluctuations yeah and that is something which i think organizations or marketers have to be aware of it mm. to a great extent i see the google environment like the stock market hmm. right there are a lot of variables at play yeah. and when we when a website traffic goes down for a while or when its search traffic goes down it may have nothing to do with what the website has done wrong it hmm. may not even be a penalty 
Now, there may be certain things that Google has changed its interface or, you know, they have changed its criteria for the number of search results or type of search results they're displaying, for instance. So there will be variations and Google is continuously testing out various things, right? Various yeah. search results they're testing out in different markets and small pockets. So you have to expect quite a bit of flux and volatility. And, yeah. you know, there'll be external factors. And I think it's not a linear upward curve always. True. Um, I think so. that's really, and, and you may, again, if you were to really measure SEO success and in terms of ROI uh, for your business, I mean, depending on the, you know, depending on the core objectives of the organization. So some yeah. businesses use SEO for lead generation and you, you've got to measure the number of leads that you get via organic traffic. Now, um, you know, the leads, again, you've got to make sure that you're, you've gotten your lead, lead tracking measurements in place, uh, depending on the nature of your business. There are, if, for instance, I mean, you have a local business, yeah. right, and your target audience is very local, people might just pick up the phone and make a call, True. right? They may not yeah. actually, you know, go through a website form. Yeah. And are you measuring that properly? And are you attributing it to your organic search? Yeah. So these are certain things that you need to, you know, take into account. Similarly, for e-commerce, you might measure, okay, how many people actually come and complete a transaction from organic. Yeah. So uh, I think there are many things that you can actually get into to measure, yeah. you know, specific, um, uh, the, the return on investment of specific activities. Yeah. But uh, I think, at, you know, the, a very good measure to really start with and focus on is, uh, what's the organic search traffic that your website is getting? True, true. So, Manoj, in fact, this brings us to the end of the episode. I think it's it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I have managed to get a lot of learnings about SEO and content and obviously its, it's involvement with each other. So thank you so much for coming on board and, and sharing all of this. Thanks, Prashant. It's, a, it's been a pleasure. Uh, very happy to participate and share whatever I've learned over many years of, you know, of trying to uh, help websites um, increase their visibility in organic yeah. search. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you again. A short message for those who plan to start their own podcast. You can visit www.hubhopperstudio.com. Hubhopper is India's leading podcast creation platform. Start your podcast with Hubhopper Studio and get your voice heard across multiple platforms. Click on the link in the episode description to know more. And for the rest of us, hope this episode was useful for you. And if you would like to know more about this topic, you can reach out to Manoj on LinkedIn. And in case if you have any doubts, feedback, or just want to spark a conversation, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Subscribe to the podcast for regular updates. And one last thing, don't forget to stay curious.